Welcome back. We're talking today about Major General Doug Stone, right? His name is Doug? Yep. And the incredible work he's doing over in Iraq, turning uh, many of the Iraqi militants into good, productive uh, citizens. And if you'd like to call in, the phone lines are open, 1-800-336-2225. So if you're wondering how to make an impact, you know, this man's a good, good act to follow. And just consider this. His day begins at... 5.45 with personal training. He goes for a half hour run and, and does gym exercise and workout. So he starts at 5.45 working out. He ends well after midnight at his computer. So, I mean, there's a man making a difference, but is it easy? Does he get to watch his favorite TV program? Does he get to go to Starbucks or whatever? This is a man making a difference. And, you know, how much do you want to make a difference or how much do you need to do things to make your life right? Because it just doesn't happen. And a lot of times we let the habits of how we were raised or, or our lazier inclinations or darker inclinations take over and it simply doesn't have to be that way. So it's our choice. Some people, I, I remember talking to a, a, a guy who did a psychic cabaret act and uh, uh, Kreskin uh, talked to me, and, and he said the same thing. He says, they both said, you don't know how much work this takes. Few people are willing to do this amount of work to be up on stage in this capacity. So these guys are doing the same thing. They're busting their hump a bit to excel to higher qualities. Um, what did Stone know about running a detention program before he was given this mission? Absolutely nothing. Don't you love it? Yeah. But he had the stuff, and General Petraeus knew this, he had the stuff that would figure it out and do a good job. That's right. That's, that's, that's what you're looking for. Um, he examined programs run by Saudi Arabia, Indonesia, and other states that have been battling militant Islamism. Finally, he asked Colonel Laito, uh, in, uh, with whom he had worked closely in Afghanistan and Pakistan. So, you know, they had a teamwork going on, and they knew they could, you know, be a good synergistic system together to postpone his retirement and become his deputy. Had it been anyone else uh, but Doug Stone, Laito said, I might, I might have said no, probably would have said no. Both men initially wondered if they had made a big mistake. <laughs> when they got there, there was 20,000 detainees rioting. Mm. And so they were walking into that. What do we do? The detention facilities themselves had become breeding grounds for militants, turning uh, humiliated detainees into hardcore insurgents. Stone and Laito quickly concluded that drastic changes were necessary. Stone says, I love problem solving and feel very comfortable changing the organizations right around me. So he sits in the middle and starts changing it to suit his, I would say, geniusness. You know, he's a good man. He has good insight. He's open for uh, for new answers that will work. And, you know, he went around to... Um, Indonesia prisons, uh, Arabian prisons, and others to, you know, toss it around and figure, see what works. And these started putting in a plan. 
Uh, in Iraq, that meant finding a way to empower politically moderate detainees who Stone says were the vast majority of those in custody. His team began separating hardcore Al-Qaeda and other hardcore militants from the 80% or more uh, who had joined the insurgency simply to feed their families or because they had been threatened into cooperating. They also devised a system of incentives to reward detainees for productive behavior and instituted a pledge. Uh, and this pledge is for the detainees just before their release that they would live peacefully and respect the laws of the government of Iraq. That's their pledge. And, you know, if their behavior was good enough, they were given the opportunity to make that pledge. They began paying those who volunteered to learn a skill and participate. Isn't that brilliant? It's just totally brilliant. The whole thing's brilliant. It is. They saw the psychology of the whole thing and filled in the blanks. Yep. Very beautiful. So they paid them. A dollar ten an hour, which was quite a bit in post-Saddam Iraq, and the money is kept for the detainees in a bank account given to their families during visits. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. We're talking today about the good things that are happening in Iraq on your and my shoulders that we are supporting this and good stuff is coming out of it. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. We'll be right back. <laughs> 